0: Welcome to The Passion Pod, a podcast by the collective Powered by Disciple. In this show, we interview Disciple customers and community enthusiasts from all industries as we discuss building and scaling communities, tune in to learn all about the impact of the passion economy, why you should create your own private community, and much more. I'm Valentina, your host for this episode. And today, I'm talking to Erica Gale, founder of The Babes Club. Let's get to it. Hi, Erica. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good today. How are you, Valentina? I am very well. Erica has the Babes Club. Can you tell us a little bit more about the community?
1: Yeah, of course. It started off as a different group, but recently we changed the name over to the Babes Club. Essentially what the community is about, just bringing people who are in our community who maybe haven't felt like they've really belonged anywhere else previously that are maybe looking for a kind of positive place to hang out on the internet as we all know there's a lot of like really negative spaces out there so we really wanted to create a positive and welcoming and affirming community so pretty much what the babes club is about it's open to female identified non-binary and queer folks so if you fit under that category you're welcome in the babes club and basically we're all about like empowerment about supporting each other and just kind of being there for each other through the things in our lives that are maybe a little bit more complicated that we need some support through. And also a lot of friendships have kind of blossomed from our community, which has been really amazing. And it's been super rewarding to kind of head that community.
0: That's so nice to hear. There are so many communities out there, but it's always great to hear that there's spaces out there that are empowering others to meet friends and just feel better in themselves and help them through their daily lives and whatever they want to do. How long has the community been running now? Uh,
1: Well, we originally started the group in 2017 on Facebook. And in the last couple of months, we launched our app. So the actual community has been running for about four years. We changed the name from the Booty Babe community because originally it was a group that I'd started for my boudoir photography business, but morphed into what it became now. So we started that in 2017. But then last year during quarantine here in Canada. We were locked down for three months. I wasn't able to run my business or do any shoots. So my partner, Sean and I, we came up with the idea to change the name of my business to the Babes Club. And then this whole app sort of just evolved from that. So I guess the Babes Club has been around for just shy of a year, but the actual community has been around for about four.
0: Oh, that's nice. I know that the last year has been unexpected to say the least, but silver linings that are coming out of these kind of situations, you now have a whole app that's your own. You're away from places like Facebook and that must feel great.
1: It feels so good, Valentina. Like you have no idea how frustrated I've been with Facebook for the last year, especially since we like, we came up with the idea of launching the app back in like October last year. So, about for the last like six months, this has really been a thing that we've been trying to do. And for the last six months, my frustration with Facebook has just been increasing exponentially. So I'm really happy that we finally launched it.
0: <laughs> I bet. Why did you decide on Disciple versus the many other platforms that are out there?
1: Well, honestly, I think the biggest thing for us was the customer service that we've kind of gotten even before we ever signed up with you folks. We did a lot of research as far as like other companies and stuff. We'd reach out to a company and then, they either wouldn't get back to us right away. Or there was one company in particular that we reached out to them and they gave us a bunch of information. It's like, well, no, we want to launch an app. We need to know what the pricing is for that. And then they gave us a quote and we're like, well, that's way more than what Disciple was quoting us. So I think we're going to go with Disciple. And also you guys were kind of rude. So the customer service has been really nice. Anytime I had a question, people have gotten back to me really quick. And my community manager girl, I don't remember what the actual title is, Erin, she's been amazing and has always been really quick to answering my questions. So I think that the customer service was definitely the biggest part of it. And also, I think that the pricing was really fair for what you all offer. And it was a lot more features than maybe some other companies had that were really important to us. Like the live streaming was really nice, even though I haven't tried it out yet, but I'm really excited to. But yeah, you just had a lot of features that uh, were really important to us that other companies weren't offering. So we're really happy we went with Disciple.
0: We're really happy you came with us too. So thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your app. Do you have any favorite feature or features in your app that you've just really like? Yeah, we just
1: launched the app about a month ago. So I don't really have as many things in there as I'm planning to yet. But one of my favorite things so far is one of the things that I'll be launching this week. I'm making a negative self-talk workbook. So one of the things in our community that is very important to me is to help our members empower themselves in various ways. So the first way that I thought would be good would be to work on our negative self-talk because we all do that and it's not helping us in any way. So (laughs) I'm really excited to launch that workbook because one of the features I really liked about Decide was that you can have like separate groups within the app. So for the self-talk workbook, I'm planning on having a separate group where if people are wanting a little bit more support or if they want to like share their answers or like any insights that they've kind of gained about themselves, they're able to share that within that group in the app. So that was a really cool feature for me. I'm really excited to launch a bunch of courses and other workbooks and stuff like that. And another thing that really stuck out to me with the app and with disciple was that we have the ability to send push notifications to people. That has been I'm not going to lie, is probably my very favorite feature and it's the one thing that I kept talking to my partner about where right after we launched the app it was like I was so excited about the push notifications because one of the things in the Facebook group that has really bothered me is that if you're not active enough and your the algorithm isn't going to pick up on your posts and it's not going to show things to people. So I could announce things in the Facebook group, but then only like 10% of our members would actually see that post and then they'd miss out on whatever it was that I was announcing. So being able to push notify people has been really great and people are really excited about not missing stuff anymore. So that's definitely, I think my favorite feature. There's
0: definitely no algorithms to the Disciple platform. Whatever you post, people will see it. And that's what you've said is, is a big frustration for a lot of people. And I love the fact that you can personalize the push notifications. It's not just like Valentina has posted an update or uh, you can actually write what it is that you are posting so people can be encouraged to click.
1: And one of my favorite things too is send notification just being like, hey, you look cute today or something like that. Just something really affirming. That's been like one of my favorite things is just to like send out nice messages to our members. So
0: nice. <laughs> that is something that I haven't thought about that I'm actually now thinking about for the collective. So thanks for that top tip. <laughs>
1: <You're> welcome.
0: <laughs> So tell us, what would you say are your community's unique selling point? Well, I think that our biggest unique selling point
1: would be that we're very inclusive. We make a really big point to be non-binary friendly with our language. One of my big rules in the community is to, when you're addressing the group as a whole, to make sure that you're using non-gendered language. So instead Mm of, you know, there are a lot of women in our community. So instead of using, you know, girls or hey, hey, ladies, you know, encouraging our members to use non gendered language, like folks or friends. Babes is a really good one that we use a lot because, you know, the Babes Club, so it makes sense. But just being very inclusive of our non-binary and trans members is super important to me just because, you know, our tagline for our company is everybody all inclusive. So it wouldn't make sense for us to not include those people in our group like that. So that's a really big, unique selling point for us. And I think another really big thing is my number one rule in the community is don't be a dick. So we're really focused on and keeping negativity out. So if any of our members are, you know, being dicks to each other, we don't like reprimand them by any means, but you know, we encourage people to just communicate in a nice tone with each other. And I think that our members have really appreciated the positive community that we've been fostering. A lot of people have told me that they're only on Facebook for the Babes Club anymore because it's the one kind of positive place that they have on the internet. So that's definitely been nice. And we're very like body positive and like very affirming of like, like all body shapes and everything like that, because, you know, I am a boudoir photographer, so that's super important to me too. So I think that the inclusivity of our group is definitely one of the top good things about it.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's super important to make sure that you are being inclusive for everyone within your target audience as you said, just simple words to describe people or to, or to talk to a group of people can just change everything.
1: It's not that hard to do either. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's nice no,
0: exactly.
1: for our members to kind of be inclusive to everyone just by changing one or two words. And sometimes it takes a little practice, but our members uh, definitely really appreciate the inclusivity.
0: And I also love the fact that you are building a positive space. I'm actually also doing that with my own community and some people that won't like it. But the majority of people are very appreciative of the fact that as hosts, as admins or whatever we call ourselves, that we're encouraging slash enforcing, depending how you see it, that that's the culture in this community. So if you want to take part, then we expect you to behave in this way.
1: Like if our community isn't for you, that's okay. You don't have to join. (laughs)
0: exactly there's so much negativity out there and if you can make your own space as positive as it can be then that's enough now let's talk a little bit about the collective the community by disciple for all disciple customers community enthusiasts experts how has it helped you grow as a community leader and build your space to what it is Today, I know it's only been launched for a month, but how has it helped you? It's been really
1: nice just being able to connect with other community managers. I've been running this community for four years now, and I never dawned on me that there were other people leading communities in the way that I was. So it's been really nice to be able to connect with other people who are leading these big communities and these big spaces on the internet. So it's been nice to get some like insights from them as to how to interact with my community a little bit better, getting some tips on migrating my community off. With Facebook. That's a thing that we're planning on doing this year. By the end of 2021, I'm planning on archiving our Facebook community because I want everyone to come over to the app because I want to delete my Facebook. So it's been really new. Just get some insights from people on how they've been migrating their community over and just interacting with people in the fun way. Like there was that event that was a couple of weeks ago, the anniversary, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really fun Zoom call. And I don't really participate in those things normally, but I felt like it was really easy to just kind of jump in on that because I already felt like I was part of the collective community, even though I'd only really been kind of posting in there for the last month. So yeah, it's been really nice to just be surrounded by other people that are in the same kind of industry as I am. So it's nice to have found that community to support me while I support my community.
0: You know what? I've often felt like I was the only one building communities and then you find a group of people and you're like, oh my God, there's so many people just like me. And it really does help with, you know, motivation and just, when things are going wrong and you're hearing from other people that they're also going wrong for them, it doesn't make you feel like you're failing, which is something that, we often feel because, you know, things work, things don't work. And it's just nice to have that support from others that say, you know, it didn't work for us either, but we did this and now this works.
1: Yeah. Just to another perspective is really good. Yeah. You kind of look at the problem from a different way. Sometimes you don't realize those things until you ask someone else and you're like, oh yeah, I should have thought of it that way, but okay.
0: Yeah. And then you feel like, how, why did I think of that before? But that's the whole point of community. Now, I know you mentioned you wanted to migrate off of Facebook by the end of the year, but where else do you see your community in a year's time?
1: Well, long term, our plan is, and fingers crossed this is going to happen, but this is what we're working towards. Um, We really want to start hosting like in-person events and retreats like that. So a year from now, I'm hoping that we'll be a little bit closer to doing that. I don't think it's going to be like, I think that we'll be doing the retreats and maybe like two to three years because there's a couple of things that we need to do first, like move to where we want to be first of all. But in a year from now, I'm hoping that our community or our app will have most of our current members. Like we have almost 5,000 members in our Facebook group right now. I don't expect everyone's going to come with us right away necessarily, but I'm hoping a year from now we'll have at least half of those members over on the app that will have followed us over there. And every week we want to have a special guest to kind of go live. So one of the first people were Hoping to have is a body positive coach, um, just come and talk on about you know body image and stuff like that. So a year from now, I'm hoping that it'll be once a week. Right to start, we're going to do like once a month, I think. But once a week, we want to do special guests and just do like in person events and also online events and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. Thinking about a year from now is feels a little bit overwhelming, but uh, because you know we just launched it and it feels overwhelming at the moment too. But I'm definitely hoping that any year from now, our community will have grown to a large size and. And just, it doesn't have to be big for it to be good, but I want to bring all of our quality members with us. So
0: sounds like you're going to be busy over the next year. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Welcome to my I <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: This is a great vision to have. What you're wanting to do is very achievable. It's just going to take time. And luckily you have a whole year and you know what, like you may find that all of your community members want to come over to your community, showing the value of what they're getting over in the app and why they should come across. They won't have a reason to say no. One of
1: the things that my partner and I have decided is that we're not posting any more of my cat photos in the Facebook group because people really love cats. So we're holding our cat photos hostage. So now if you want to see our cats, you have to go over to the app. So that's been one of our, uh, I guess, unique selling points as well.
0: (laughs) Well, if that's what they're gravitating towards in the Facebook group, then yeah, you then post what they really like in the app. And again, if they want to see the cat photos, they know where to come to find them. All right. As we wrap up today, I have a last few questions for you. If you had your own golden nugget or hot tip for someone starting their own community what would it be?
1: I think the biggest takeaway that I have had over the last four years of leading my community is that it's very important as a community leader to show up in your community. If you are... Just posting things and kind of like posting them and running away and not really coming back and checking on those posts that you're making and the conversations that are happening. It's not really benefiting your members at all. One of the things that has been really beneficial for me running this community is that people are able to get to know me as a person before they ever book a boudoir session with me, which has been really good because people come into the studio and they're not as nervous as they would have been had they not already felt like they know knew me. So I think if you're, starting a community, just being active in your own space is really important. And it's super important too, to just create the space that you want to come out and hang out in. If you're making a community that you're not really interested in, then what are you doing? Just making sure that you're showing up for your members. You're answering their questions. You're replying to them. You're encouraging them. You're showing up on like live videos and that sort of thing. I think that's really important. Another thing I would say is just to go for it. Don't overthink it too much. Just go and start your community and the people will find you eventually. It's just really important to make sure you're creating a space that people want to come to in the first place, but then return to every day. It's super important to just make sure that you're fostering that welcoming space, I think is probably the biggest tip that I would have.
0: No, I love those tips. It's similar to when you invite people around to your house, you wouldn't just kind of open the door and just like leave them to it. You would welcome them in and offer them a drink, you know, lots of different things you would do, but that's kind of the same Within community, you welcome them, you show them around, you tell them about yourself. And that's what really creates a very welcoming atmosphere. People feel comfortable, then they want to get involved. And it just kind of spirals from there into what we hope are super members. And you can't really do any more than that, than just be yourself and just be welcoming. And as you said, in the community and doing something that you're passionate about, because if you're not passionate about it, People will be able to tell.
1: People can tell when you fake for sure.
0: <laughs> exactly. And then people won't want to be part of the community anymore. So yeah, I completely agree with you. You need to be doing something that you actually like and passionate about because it's a lot of time and energy building community. It's not just like an overnight thing. And then you just leave it.
1: It's like a full-time job in and of itself. You know, I run a full-time boudoir studio, but I'm also running this community. Thankfully, I have, you know, some moderators to help, but I think that a lot of folks don't really understand how much work goes into running a community like that. So maybe another tip would be to prepare yourself for the amount of work Mm you're going to take.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you don't realize until you're in it. And yeah, my top tip would be get some help because I didn't do that in the beginning. And you need more hands to get this going. Otherwise you just burn yourself out
1: you don't have people also looking out for you in the community like moderators then you're for me at least it felt like I always had to be in there just making sure that people were being nice to each other and just kind of monitoring things but Mm -hmm. if you have people also looking out for you then you can kind of relax a little bit and step back and be like okay okay, well, something pops off while I'm asleep or something like that. Someone's going to take care of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we've come to the end of the episode today. But before we go, could you just tell everybody listening like how they can find out more information about The Babes Club, join the community?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So our website is www.thebabes.club. So you can find out more about my boudoir photography and all of the other services we offer here at the Babes Club through our website. You can also look us up on the Android or Apple App Store, just the Babes Club, just how it sounds. And then um, if you want to join our Facebook community, you know, just search the Babes Club on Facebook. But you're better off just joining the app because we're going to retire that community at the end of the year. So just come and join the app. But
0: <laughs> perfect. Well, thank you so much, Erica, for joining me today. It was great to talk to you. Yeah, thank you, Valentina for having me. This was great. I hope to see you in the collective soon. You betcha. All right. Bye for now. That's it for this episode. To find out more how Disciple can help you build your own dedicated community, visit disciplemedia.com. Want to join the collective community? Head to the app or the Google Play Store and download the app and join us today. I'm Valentina, your host. See you next time.